0: What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. That's the 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got?
1: All right. So I don't know if you guys are big fans of Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, but I am. And I am more so a fan of Reese's Peanut Butter cup cereal, which I know it's like candy, whatever. Now, is it Reese's or Reese's? Reese's. I don't know. I say Reese's. I say
0: Reese's. Yeah, Yeah, I don't say Reese's. Reese's.
1: Reese's, Reese's, whatever. Reese's, Reese's. Tomato, tomato. But anyway... Reese's announced mm-hmm. today that it is putting Reese's Puffs, the cereal, uh, inside the actual peanut butter cups to make a new candy. It states that it might be the, quote, most meta candy that it's ever come out with. And the peanut butter cups are going to be larger than normal so the cereal can fit inside. So I guess they launched a partnership with General Mills back in 1994. This is how this all came about. And the new candy mashup will hit stores nationwide in November. So I'm going to try that because I love both Reese's peanut butter cups and the cereal.
2: Can't say I've ever really tried the cereal. I do yeah. love Reese's so peanut good. butter cups. You know, I'm not either. I have yeah. not
0: tried the cereal, but I'm not. I, I feel like those kind of cereals, mm, not for me.
2: You know? Yeah, yeah. And and I I, mean, I like the Reese's peanut eat, butter like, cup. It,
1: it's something you can eat like once a year, just so you know.
2: Yeah, I, I like the two pack of the Reese's peanut butter cup. Not not the 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 Steve Mason Tupac Two Pack. I just mean like the two peanut butter cups. I also like the king size version where they give you the four peanut butter cups. But the problem is is if I get that, I'll eat them all. So you know what I really like are the little smaller, thicker peanut butter cups. You guys know what I'm talking about? They're the they're, they're smaller, but they're taller. Yes. You know what
1: I mean? The ones that are wrapped already? Yeah. Like the pre wrapped ones? Yeah. yeah.
2: So good. And I'll tell you something think- else. You know, you can try another brand. Like, the, like, have you guys ever had the brand of peanut butter? I think it's called Justin. You know that brand of peanut butter? They've yes, got their they own
1: good dark chocolate ones. But they've yeah, they
2: got do. a yeah, yeah, but but it's but it's not the same. A Reese's milk chocolate peanut butter cup is the clear cut winner.
0: No, I like the Justin dark chocolate butter.
2: No, nah, I don't like them. Not as much. I like the original old school. Because you're a child. I'm a little it's baby. I know. Little, only babies <laughs> eat milk chocolate.
0: You're baby Cappy. <laughs> children. El Nene. <laughs> that's what uh, that <laughs> we That's a
3: great
0: nickname. It. To the Latino families. El Nene, right uh, Laura?
3: El Nene Capi.
0: Si. El Nene. I like it. I do. Um, Eastside Capi would know.
2: El Eastside Capi is ready for another taco tour. I'll tell you that right now.
0: I am too. I gotta be honest with you. Yeah, I want to hit that. You know what we should you maybe consider hit doing? Hit a taco tour.
3: Oh, I, never mind.
0: Laura, I mean, you, you in that you dirty mind. mind in the gutter. Yeah.
3: <laughs> like, no, my, okay, the, real talk. i was having a conversation with Mario, and all I heard was, I want to hit it. And yeah. I was like, whoa. Yeah, that's what? out of
0: character for George. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
3: I mean, you know, yeah. on my cue, yeah. <laughs> I, like,
2: I hit it, and I quit it. <laughs> I was
3: like, what's happening?
2: Well, Mario was just talking to us about, about on the 17th. Yeah, yeah he's right still
3: here. Yeah.
0: But
2: it, but on the seventeenth, Monday, they play,
0: uh, who do they play in their last game? In their last match,
2: which is they play Sunday, the Nashville the, you
4: know, Soccer Club. They play who?
2: Nashville. The Nashville Soccer Club comes to town <laughs> to take on LAFC. <laughs> <laughs> Mario, I'm so jealous, man, that now you invited us to this LAFC game. George is going to bring his family. I can't be there because I'm going to be visiting my daughter up at Boise State. I really, really yeah. need to get to my, an LAC game. My wife, game.
0: Mario, got back to me and says that we have a uh, basketball assessment for my oldest daughter, but they're yep. gonna, she's going to try to switch it to the morning. See, so that there way- you
4: go. See? Yeah. Wifey yeah. making it happen. Yeah. I like I
0: George. Ticket? As long as we can switch, switch the assessment to the morning, because they assess them by skill, right? And they want to put them in like you know certain
4: groups. Hey, you got to um, do what you got to do, right? And wifey's yeah. trying to make it happen. Come on, right. Cap. Yeah, well, You got to do what you got to do. There you Especially go. against the Nashville Soccer Club,
2: dude. I'm so jealous too because I just was talking to this guy the other day, and he was yep. this British dude, yep. and um, he's telling me about this soccer club that he's a big fan of, and I'm like acting like I know what he's talking about.
0: Which one but was it?
2: I don't like Liverpool. I don't freaking know. Somebody from the pre, you know Premier League or whatever. Hold on, and they-
0: I, if I give you the name, will you remember?
2: Um, yeah, I don't remember which one it was. I mean, it was Tottenham or Liverpool or Manchester I mean, they're completely Cities. different.
0: Tottenham and Liverpool is the thing, you know what I mean?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, it was, I guess what I'm getting at is I don't really remember which one it was, so I just Aww. made up whichever one came to my mind. Come on, Cappy. But, uh, why, you went to Premier League
0: Soccer? I used to be when I lived on the East Coast. I would watch it more because it was great to watch on, like, Saturday and Sunday mornings
4: before football started.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, but this guy, Mario, was telling me what a huge LAFC fan he is.
4: That's right, smart man.
2: Yeah, and so I was like, well, bro, let's let's go hit up a game. I made it seem like I'm completely dialed in and wired, you know? And um, now you're telling me that the last regular season game is coming up next weekend, and then what happens after that? What,
4: what's the playoff situation? So we're skipping the first round because we're the number yeah. one seed already. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, October 20th probably will be the uh, the first game for LAFC in the second round. Yeah, and by the now way, I-
0: you know when are we going to get an LAFC player in like an AT&T commercial like I saw Chicharrito?
4: Oh yeah, we can do that. We can do that. We should make that happen. Come on, man. I mean, no
0: dis- I know Chicharito is great, and I'm not trying to disrespect the galaxy. But you know what I'm saying? Like we need. Uh,
4: if I see Chicharito, I want to see Carlos Vela or someone. You know what I mean? Or- Chicharito will do anything for a microphone and a camera. Oh Ooh. damn! Now, some, some guys, some players aren't really like that. You know, like Will Smith. Got to make Will Smith's sense. not like that. It's pew, make pew, sense. Pew. Shots fired. Wow. Hey, but, but Cap, though, you got to get out to the bank. If anybody would love the atmosphere and the game, yeah. Uh, the atmosphere there at the bank is incredible. I know. I, I want went to go. with
0: pre pandemic, I went to a match with the Trudels. I think they were playing Minnesota United, I want to say, a couple mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah. That I was I was watching and yeah, it was fun. Like it's such a great atmosphere. Like it really is. And then I now had wait a
4: sandwich. And you I don't even heard. gotta love soccer to love no. The, no. the experience there. It's an experience.
3: As yeah. I know, because I've always been very honest that I'm not a huge soccer fan. And yeah. that's what me and Mario were talking about. I said, listen, if you are not a soccer person. I don't know a lot about it, which I should. My mama slaps me all the time. But you will have such a good time at the LAFC. And I'm not saying it just because we're the LAFC station, just because most of us are LAFC fans here. But the atmosphere there, the energy you get, it's incredible, man. And if you really want to tap
4: in, tap in like you want to tap in, Cap, with all, you know, the the audience, our target demo here in L.A. That's true. You got to go to the
3: bank. That's I'm our target you. demo right
4: there. A little bit of a little bit of Lakers Staples Center floor crowd. A little bit of Dodger Stadium crowd. That East LA taco crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on, Cap, yeah. you belong. But wait, but
2: Mario, but Mario, Thursday, um, October twentieth, is what you're saying is probably the second round, right? Probably nothing official okay.
4: yet, but okay, that's what the we're the reason hearing. I say
2: that is because I just looked at my calendar. That's also the night I believe. Check oh, me on Kat, this, George. Wow. Oh, oh, oh. Well, well, wait a second. Hold on a second.
4: <laughs> I know where you're going. You're right.
2: Okay, that is the Lakers Clippers that night.
4: Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got to be there. And yes, That's sir.
2: Lakers Clippers right there.
4: That yeah. is. Hey, this is LA. We got things to choose. You know what I mean? Yeah, really. Yeah, we got options. Got a lot going on. A lot of options here in LA. Yeah. I'm going to have to choose that option, though, that day. Yeah. I hear you. I may get it. I'll in, I'm in,
0: on, the NBA I'm in on the ninth. If Wifey can make the, the daughter's schedule work, we're there. For the okay. last match
4: of the season, the regular season. Let me know. I like how she's trying to make it happen. You know, I text her and she went right
0: into it. She's like, let me send an email.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Okay.
3: Kelly so. makes things happen. Shout out to Kelly. She
0: definitely does. Mm-hmm. I sure as hell don't.
4: So when are you <laughs> going to be in studio uh, the week of the 17th?
2: Well, you said you wanted us on Monday the 17th. George and I,
0: I kind of I mean, prefer Mondays Tuesday. Are usually days that I'm around because I'm doing TV most Mondays. Okay, so. good,
4: good. Yeah.
0: Kat?
3: You guys have to be here.
2: Okay? OK, I mean, we'll if do it. listen, if you're teasing me with some sort of like, I don't we'll want to tell there. you why, but you need to be there on Monday, October why. 17th. You've we'll be there. there.
4: OK, cool. Okay? Let's
3: do it. I know Now, why. Mario, so while good. I've
0: got you and we mentioned Chicharito earlier, um, yep. what do you make of the Rose Bowl game to open the 2023 season against the Galaxy at the against LAFC? Oh, it's the huge. Bones. The biggest
4: yeah. the biggest L.A. rivalry has got to be played at the biggest stadium in L.A., right? I love it. So, I mean, that's the whole Apple Plus, Apple TV thing, because, you know, that whole deal that they did yeah. with MLS, right? Yeah. So, I'm pretty sure Apple had a big say in that. And we like,
0: should do, a, the, like, a like a show from there that night.
2: That would be fun. Yeah, be I mean, a that's, a, fun. that's
4: a home game for for the Galaxy. So, oh, I don't know if that is. has anything oh, then to then do with it. it. But, yeah. but, uh, yeah. In the
2: meantime, uh, listen, at least the Rose Bowl will have a bunch of people in it. My goodness, man, UCLA can't get anybody to show hey, up and get on yeah, Friday, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, That's yeah, just yeah, facts. That's just great facts, homegirl. That's just yeah, straight facts. Friday they will. It's Washington will be there.
2: What do you think? And when, when you say Friday they will be there, I mean Friday There'll nights. There'll be people
0: there for Washington.
2: Okay, but what, but listen, they they they've been averaging like nothing. Like there's been well, you, you see these crowds yeah, and there's like nobody in the Rose Bowl. And I know it's a really big stadium, and UCLA hasn't been really really good. So and and Washington's ranked number fifteen. It's two four and teams. They're, right. they're good. I mean,
0: they're right, it's a good game.
2: It is a good game. But but I will just say one thing. Friday nights, it seems to me is kind of a hard night for college football to draw. Maybe I'll be proven wrong. But I just feel like there's so much high school football on Friday night that to, to expect to get forty or 50,000 people to the Rose Bowl on a Friday night, even though it's a good team in conference, ranked two unbeaten teams going head-to-head, I just don't see it. I don't. I don't think there'll be a big crowd.
0: I mean, what do you not think is a big crowd?
2: I mean, do you think 25,000 or 30,000 is a good crowd? for a UCLA-Washington I, football I, game? I think
0: they'll have at least 40,000, 45,000. All right. Well. And by the way, I'll tell you this. You ready? Go ahead. They're going to win.
2: Gosh, I you know, I hope you're right, George. I really UCLA do. UCLA's
0: going to win that game.
2: I would love to see it. I really would. Because here's the thing. If UCLA beats Washington, at least then I think sports fans around town will at least, I'll say, pay attention to UCLA football. Right now, I feel like it's an... I don't think anybody's going to really disagree. It's way on the back burner in comparison to USC, as it normally is. But if UCLA can put up a marquee win, because, look, I know we got kind of off on a tangent here. Beating Bowling Green, Alabama State, sneaking by, needing a walk-off field goal against South Alabama, and crushing Colorado, who's not very good, it's just it's 4-0 is great, but it ain't all that impressive. You beat Washington. Now you got something cooking the following week when Utah comes to town. Mm -hmm. So listen, I'm rooting for these guys. I would love to see UCLA become more relevant again. I would love to see the Rose Bowl packed the way it used to be.
0: Uh, I think they're winning that game. Uh, As a matter of fact, I'm predicting it right now. They're going to win that game. Calling it. Calling my shot. Good for you. Yeah.
2: Nice job. How about the following week against Utah? They're going to win that game? Let's let's relax for okay. Let's let's just all calm down. One game at a time. Let's just pump the brakes here.
0: One game at a time. Gotcha, uh, Mario. So we'll we'll be there seventeenth. We'll be there for sure.
2: Seventeenth is on seventeenth Monday in studio. It's on. It's gonna gonna be good. It's gonna be fun. You guys going on like the break? It dog. You will. It's on like Donkey Kong.
0: Yeah. Uh, By the way, coming up next, Cappy. Yeah. We didn't get to uh, Laker fans. They're gonna have to. uh, They have to brace themselves. Okay, Okay. they are gonna have to brace themselves because. uh, they're going to hear something, and it's, it's not going to be something they're going to enjoy. Um, so we'll, we'll get to that in just a moment.
5: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E.
0: Oh man, I remember this that video. Guy. Christy Brinkley, I, 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 by the way, I, I still beautiful. Okay. She plays um, a recurring role or used to play a recurring role on Parks and Rec mm-hmm. as Jerry's wife. Mm-hmm. And Jerry's like this big heavy set dude. And it was so funny, like, the uh, entire office goes to finally meet his family and his mm-hmm. wife, and they see it's Christy Brinkley. <laughs> and they're like, what? Like, that how happen? are you married to Jerry? Like, they were just, like, all stunned. <laughs> it was such a funny episode.
2: Hey, I'll tell you right now, some of those ladies who, you know, were absolutely gorgeous in the heyday of their modeling or acting careers, even all these years later, man, they still they keep it together. I told you this summer, man, Bo Derrick. She is still just drop-dead insanely gorgeous. Yeah. So I feel you on that Christy Brinkley thing.
0: Yeah. This is why I don't drink coffee, Cappy. I'm getting tired.
2: Oh, really? Because you you had a high and now you're, you're getting ready to hit the
0: low? Yeah. That's why I don't drink coffee, bro. Yeah. I also need to sleep. I'm going to sleep on that plane. I'm literally going to take something to sleep. I'm going to sleep tonight. Um, But I'm definitely taking something to sleep on that flight back what tomorrow. What
2: are you going to take? What do you mean?
0: I don't know. like a Like a melatonin or something.
2: Oh, okay. Melatonin. Fine. All right. I don't yeah. want to hear you about you taking Ambien or anything like that.
0: No, then I'll never wake up. They're gonna to have to wake me up, peel me out of the, out yeah. of the, out of the seat. I mean,
2: maybe maybe a nice indica gummy or something like that. But I don't need you taking any Ambien, you know. Yeah, no, no,
0: no, no. Little melatonin, five. I mean, on the way back, it's gonna be like five hour five and a half hours at least. So
2: what time's your flight?
0: Seven a.m., bro.
2: Oh, tomorrow morning. Oh, god. Yeah. yeah. Oh that's man, that's the I'm only way I
0: can get back like at a decent time, though. You know.
2: Yeah, well, at least you got the, you know, you're saving time as you're heading west. I'll tell you, George, I, my whole week, you talk about sleep, got completely screwed up because when Lindsay Baseball, Double H herself, dropped me off at the Forum on Tuesday night, I got into that concert about 8 o'clock. The concert ended at 1 a.m. By the time I left the Forum and got into the bus to go back south, and then by the time I got dropped off at home, it was about 3.45 in the morning, I was in bed by 4. I was up at about 7.15-ish. I will tell you right now, yesterday I was a useless piece of you-know-what, okay? I mean, I was worthless yesterday. And thankfully, got a big night's sleep last night and uh, been grinding all day today. But, dude, that concert, I knew that was going to screw me up. To go out hardcore like that till 4 o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday night, pooh. Yeah. That was a bad idea.
0: I have, uh, and I'm very proud of myself because I have learned to, like, pack a backpack for, like, Mm -hmm. short trips like this. Mm -hmm. And I've made it on a backpack. One pair of sneakers, three pairs of socks, three pairs of underwear, two pairs of jeans, and three different shirts. That's it. And a jacket.
2: See, my biggest problem with everything you just said, I can live with everything you just said. Well, my toiletry bag, obviously. I got one problem, though, with what you just said. I need two pairs of shoes.
0: Why two, bro? Just a pair of sneakers for two I, days?
2: I know. Well, here's why. Because I, I have this thing about working out in the shoes that I walk around in. Yeah. Well, so I like, did not
0: get a chance to work out, but I definitely walked around the city a ton today. You want to know how many steps I did today?
2: Yeah, tell me. Let me hear how many you got.
0: Let's see. Hold on. As of right now, 19,714.
2: Oh, that's good. That's probably pushing like nine miles and change.
0: Uh, We'll tell you right now. 8.2 yeah. miles.
2: Nice yeah i just have this thing about i always have to have like a pair of workout shoes and a pair of like regular shoes and and since i've given up on shoes and i only wear sneakers now yeah now i can't i I just can't do it because i can't double my sneakers as my workout sneakers and my like wear casual sneakers i gotta have two pairs of shoes that's all i can live with everything you just said i could pack real real light one one backpack super light but i gotta have a second pair of shoes Sometimes I'll even take a second pair of shoes that I know are, like, kind of beat up. Usually and I'll be like, that's And the I can throw them out.
0: Because usually I have to also travel with a suit bag. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I have, like, shoes that I wear with, like, my suit. And then shoes that I will wear to just work out or hang out or whatever. You know? Yeah. So, so you were uh, just
2: saying before the break that oh, uh, the Laker Lakers fans thing. are not going to be happy with, yeah. uh, with what are you going to say here? Let's let's hear Well, this. no.
0: It's not what I'm going to say. It's mm-hmm. what DeMar DeRozan said to J.J. Redick, my pal. Mm-hmm. The guy'd push you out the door for it.
2: I know. Was, I mean, you just gave up on me in like two seconds. You were like, hey, I mean, if they
0: offer me J.J. Reddick, you're fired. Yeah. I mean, A, he's really smart. Mm-hmm. Um, B, he's also funny. C. What about handsome?
2: You think you find him he's to be attractive? He's much
0: more handsome than you.
2: Now, hold on a second. Timeout.
0: Yeah. And he went to Duke. So he's yeah. like, you know, that's he's got that going for him.
2: So he's smart. He's accomplished. Yeah. He's a former NBA player.
0: He's one of the best three point shooters I've ever seen. He's younger than Not I am. Not named Stephen Clay.
2: You know, you say he's better looking, but I will tell you this: you oh, know, after he's you, way
0: better looking than
2: yeah, you. but after on. you, after you just pointed out that I was wearing an absolute ton of makeup today to be mm-hmm. on TV, um, I went back and looked at the video. I I needed that much makeup, George, because I'm literally walking around with two black eyes based on yeah. that four a.m. You know?
0: Yeah, I, I understand. And
2: um, but I will say this: I feel like I was having a phenomenal hair day.
0: Phenomenal! Phenomenal! Epic! Uh, so, DeMar DeRozan went on the Old Man in the Three podcast, J.J. Reddick's podcast. And. Uh, who's the old man? He's the old man. And who's the three? Instead of Old Man in the C, Old Man in the Three. Didn't get that. Yeah.
2: Plus, I thought there was another dude sitting there, so I thought that maybe <laughs> he was the old man. There was another guy there, wasn't there?
0: <laughs> there is another guy.
2: Old Man in the Three. Boy, JJ's asking that must be that Duke brilliance right there coming out. You know, you
0: but how did you not un, how did you not get that? Was the reference though? Old
2: Man and the Three. You think just everybody gets it's Old Man in the Sea? No, I didn't yeah. think so. No, I don't think so.
0: I mean, Old Man in the Sea is one of like the like oldest novels like ever.
2: Oh really? Ernest I have Hemingway, no idea
0: what, it, what it meant. Yeah, me I didn't either. know it. Yeah, my okay. bad.
2: Old Man in the Three is it's witty. I just it just didn't it went over my head kind of the same way the uh you know, the New England clam chowder versus and the Manhattan clam chowder. chowder. Yeah. yeah, it just yeah, went yeah, over yeah, Sean yeah. McVay's head, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. What did he say to Travis? It's where the drop is. I have no idea what that means. Thank you. There you go.
2: By the way, <laughs> I want to tell you something right now, George. George, I want to tell you something. Yeah. Uh, I'm watching this football game between the Bengals and the Dolphins.
0: Yeah. Can we get to DeMar DeRozan, though, first? Yeah, but hold on.
2: Tua just got slammed. I know. He's on the ground. It's not good. slammed to the ground. For anybody that thought last week he may have had a concussion, his, like, hands were just completely stuck after his head was hitting the ground. I mean, dude, this looks bad. Real bad. Um, All right. Go on to DeMar DeRozan. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, so let, let's play DeMar DeRozan. He was asked about, like, hey, is this Laker thing that, you know, during the offseason, was that, like, real?
3: Go
5: ahead. Was the Lakers thing even remotely close?
3: Yeah, it was. It was. To my knowledge, I thought it was a done deal. I remember I took a I took a trip to Mexico just to get away because I could just feel an anticipation of everything coming to play. So I was like, I'm going to get away for a couple couple days, take my mind off it. <laughs> And by the time I come home, be free agency, hey, I'm signing with the Lakers. I'm asleep one day. I'm asleep one morning in in, in Mexico. I get a call from Cal, Cal Laurie, and he said, They just made the trade for Russ. What's going on? I, I, I thought the deal was done for you to go to the Lakers. And I was like, I'm like, I'm I'm confused that I'm looking at my phone like, damn, that did happen. Well, I guess that's out the window. Like, you know what I mean? Because my, in my mind, my that was the only option for me to go to. Like, I was sold on that, done deal. I didn't even entertain anything else because I'm letting this situation work itself out. So when I seen the, the trade happen, I knew it was no way for me to go to the Lakers at this point. So now it was a scramble mode. Like, damn, okay, what's... Maybe I do take the vitamin. Yeah, (laughs) like what's next? Because you know everything else is, you know, all my other options I would have, you know, entertained. You know, I pushed it to the side because you know, I was hell bent on playing for the Lakers.
0: So, could you imagine you're on vacation, and like you're getting your phone is blowing up, and your best friend Kyle Lowry calls you. He's like, "Yo, man, what the hell?" And he's like, "What are you talking about? Like you're asleep, right?" You're like. What do you mean? He's like, and then he looks at his phone and he's like, oh, damn. I guess I'm not going to the Lakers. (laughs) It's brutal.
2: But, I mean, is it really? I mean, like nothing in life is ever done until it's really done, right? I mean, like you have a verbal agreement with somebody, and um, then all of a sudden somebody, you know, decides to back out on something.
0: Well, I— yeah, well, because again, and and for those that were wondering, like I this my understanding is, and maybe I'm wrong on this, but my understanding on this is like the Lakers did not want to bring in DeMar DeRozan, that it wasn't really an option for them because the front office did not want to give him 3 years, which is what you would have had to have given him in a sign and trade scenario, minimum of 3-year contract. That's the reality of the, those are the rules. So it was never I don't know how Realistic it truly was because of their position. But I do know that LeBron wanted either Russ or DeMar DeRozan. So maybe, Cap, because you had said, did he meet with LeBron? Maybe he did. Um, and then the front office took that stance. And LeBron was like, all right, whatever. We'll go with Russ. And then he that's when he met with Russ. Maybe that's how. I don't know the timeline to be that. But I don't know it to not be that either.
2: Yeah, I guess from my perspective, as we're kind of rehashing, you know, ancient history at this point, And I don't say we as in you and I. I mean, you know, J.J. did the interview and DeMar is willing to tell his side of the story. Um, But the way I always remembered it was that LeBron and A.D. met with Russ. And that's who, again, this is the way I remember it, that they wanted Russ. They met with him. They talked to him. But
0: but we don't know what the timeline of that was.
2: I understand. But the only thing I would say is, and I, I think maybe I should probably go back and listen to this whole interview, which is I'm sure J.J. had to have asked him. Did you ever speak to LeBron?
0: Because if no, Demo- I, I don't think he would I don't think he would want to pry that far into it. I don't believe he would want to do that because I also feel like that is putting LeBron in a weird spot. like you don't if you're a former player, I wouldn't want to invoke LeBron that way either. like that's not cool.
2: Really because to me it seems like a critical detail.
0: Um yeah I get it cap but you his that podcast is not you, you is not a journalist doing the podcast uh, the podcast or a talk show that's literally JJ giving letting guys tell their story that's the the theme of that podcast not to grill guys
2: Yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't even be like um at least from my perspective I wouldn't be coming at it from a grilling perspective But I that's be- the way it's
0: going to come across
2: Well, I just, look, all I'm saying is this. Hey, look, you're telling a really interesting story. We're all fascinated by it. But I'm going to
0: want you to tell the story I want you to tell. Well,
2: no, I just, just, my my follow-up question is pretty simple. If you thought going to the Lakers was a done deal, you thought that because why? Well, because my agent told me that, you know, he had already talked to them and that it was a done deal. Okay, did you talk to LeBron about this? Because, man, it seems like everybody has to kind of go through LeBron first.
0: Right, but what I'm telling you is, I'm telling you, okay, that both guys were gonna were good with him. I'm telling you that
2: uh, both LeBron and AD were good with De- uh, Demar.
0: DeRozan was a. LeBron was interested in DeRozan, and mm-hmm. then the, I and I don't know the timeline of this, but I do know that the organization was not willing to give a third year because of what I said to you, because they didn't want to um, impede. Potentially on cap space in 2023,
2: which by the when way, LeBron is,
0: could have been a free agent.
2: Yeah. And, and listen, that that kind of a makes sense to me and simultaneously doesn't seem like a terribly bad decision at the time, given the circumstances at the time.
0: Uh, it, there was a uh, the unknowns of whether he was going to be here long term or not.
2: Hey, by the way, George, just as we get ready to get the big deal, I know it's bad. Dealer, I saw Tua's on a gurney. I mean, yeah, dude, it's, it's bad. Good. I mean, Tua is yeah. on a, a stretcher, and the entire Miami Dolphins team is out at midfield. I mean, this looks really scary.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's very scary. It is. He he He's not moved very much. Have you seen him move?
2: I haven't, um, but they've got him now on a stretcher. They've pulled his face mask off. His helmet is still on um, the entire Dolphins team I'm telling you is standing at midfield yeah and they are now just starting to move to off the field I mean this George the conversation going into this game is that you know two is the leading passer and and you know maybe he's playing at an MVP caliber you know it's only three weeks of course but and then last week the story about you know was he concussed was it another injury what had him buckle the way he did and now this with you know five minutes to go here in the second quarter I'm a Tua fan, so for me um this is this is pretty scary stuff,
0: man. Yeah, what a shame! What a shame! Really, it's awful. It's awful. Um, yeah, it's really bad. So, anyway, I don't want to continue to be, you know bemoan that situation or belabor that situation or continue to discuss that situation because it's really. The unfortunate parts of playing football. That's yep. the unfortunate reality. And hopefully, right, he's hope he's going to be okay. That's yeah, the only thing right. you can hope for. Yep. So, all right. Coming up next, we'll get back to our usual thing. Uh, big deal or no deal in the 6.30 segment. And we're late for it, so we'll come back to it in two minutes. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. All right, guys, so the
1: Cardinals are obviously not off to a great start at 1-2 and this year, and a lot of people have wondered if they need to get quarterback Kyler Murray running more to rediscover their offense, and Murray agrees, but apparently Cliff Kingsbury doesn't. When asked about his lack of running this season, Murray said, quote, it's more so if I'm asked to do it than I do it. The people asking why I'm not running and stuff like that, it's not by want or anything like that. I said I would love to implement that more, but I just do what I'm asked to do. So this is the second questionable thing that Kyler Murray has said this week. Is this one a big deal or no deal, Sedano?
0: I mean, they're, I've, I'm going to stand by it. They're all big deals because quarterbacks don't normally talk this way. So because of that, on that alone, um, it is a big deal.
2: Yeah, I'm going to agree with George here. I think that um, what's happening is people are looking at Kyler Murray and he don't like it. And he's looking at the coach saying, you're not letting me play my game. You're trying to make me into something that I'm not. And so I've got the contract. And if you're not going to play me the way I want to be played, um, I'll just start you know, knocking you publicly. And then before long, I'll have myself a new head coach.
0: Exactly.
1: I just think that this whole situation is like, this is not going to end well with him there. I don't know. It's very weird.
2: Well, who's it gonna, not going to end well for? Him or Cliff Kingsbury?
1: I I don't know. Probably him, I'm guessing, because he's the one who's saying all these things that quarterbacks don't normally say. He just seems like he has a bad attitude and doesn't hold himself accountable. You know, good quarterbacks take accountability when their team loses.
2: It just reminds me of, um, George, remember when Michael Vick was in the, you know, this is early in his career and he's with Atlanta, and uh, Jim Mora Jr., who was the coach at the time of the Falcons, and so many people were like, why are you trying to turn Vic into something that he's not? Let him play his game. And I feel like that's what Kyler Murray is trying to say, like, yo, this is what I'm really good at. Let me play. And they're right. saying, no, but, but we I, need I, you to play within the system, you know? Right, Be-
0: because in the NFL, you can only improvise so so much because you're gonna get you're gonna get hurt. <laughs> like you I mean, look, I mean, that's just the reality of it. Like you're going to get hurt regardless of who you are like you can't take that punishment like that on a regular basis and Kyler Murray is not Josh Allen you know what I mean he's not built that way and Josh Allen shouldn't be taking those hits on a regular basis either to be frank with you we were just talking about the unfortunate Tua injury just now and it's going to be a huge talking point tomorrow because all these ex-football players are on Twitter right now saying he shouldn't have been in the game Um, but that that's kind of the problem. So that that's part of it. I'm with you on that. You can't improvise in this league for that long because you're going to get yourself hurt and perhaps even your teammates hurt. All right. What's next?
1: All right. So there's obviously always optimism when a new NBA season starts, but outside of the Lakers organization, um, which also includes John Ireland, I guess everyone still seems to be counting the team out. Many feel that the best the Lakers can do, even if they stay fully healthy is to be a play in tournament team in the always loaded Western conference ESP ESPN is expecting just that for the Lakers. And it has predicted that they will win just 36.8 games this season and finish ninth. Is that a big deal or no deal cap?
2: Um, I'm going to say it's no deal only because what is it? It's a preseason prediction, you know, um,
1: No, it's not just a prediction. They use like their whole, you know, algorithm model thingy and all that kind of stuff, where they take the schedules and the teams that they play and all that stuff. So it's not just like a pundit's, you know, prediction. There is a little bit of yeah. I mean, I I hear what
2: you're saying. I mean, they've taken information, they've fed it into a computer. The computer has spit out uh, whatever it is you said under 40 wins, and and that's that's what it is. It's um, it is predictive information. But you see, for me what a computer can never measure is the heart of a player. And so if LeBron James is healthy and Anthony Davis is healthy, and if Russell Westbrook can play his role or perhaps he gets traded and they bring in somebody that that fits better, all of these things are variables, human variables that a computer doesn't really measure. So for me, I'm, I'm sticking with no deal.
0: So what were the exact positions again? Say them again for me.
1: I mean, the number that I have here that uh, ESPN had them, they're finishing in ninth and only winning 36.8 games. Which is not a lot.
0: Finishing in ninth is in the play-in. Look, I I still think they're like a six seed. You know what I mean? Like, they could be in the play-in if they get injuries. You know what I mean? Like, they could be. If they get a couple of bad injuries at the wrong time, they could absolutely be in the play-in. And the West, the West is no joke, man. Uh, it, it's not like I, I don't know, Cappy. Like, I,
2: well, what do you think I, the game plan is, George? I mean, if 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 having LeBron James is all about winning, and he's only got a finite amount of time left, and if you and so many others don't think this this has any chance at a championship, what what do you think the the, the what do you think the, the internal thought process is? How are they going to get back? Are they going to wait until this off and go get Kyrie?
0: I think that's their bet at this point but i mean you should have made that deal when you had the chance man um yeah i i just think that look there's no gimme games in the western conference there's none like even like teams like the look think about it this way here are the teams that missed the playoffs last year okay the lakers the kings the blazers the thunder and the rockets thunder and rockets won't be a good won't be good teams they're super young whatever but didn't the Lakers lose a couple to the OKC Thunder last year? So I mean, yeah, shouldn't say that either. But nonetheless, so my point is, they're, even those bad teams are not gimmies. The Blazers are going to be back this year because Dame will be healthy. The Kings are not like a. I don't think that they, you know they're not a good team, but they're not like some complete pushover. They're better than OKC and the Rockets on paper. The Spurs are not going to be good, so that that's they're in that kind of OKC Rockets group because they're young. But the rest of it. The Clippers are good. The Pelicans are good. The T-Wolves are good. The Nuggets are good. The Jazz are not good. They're a the tanking team. So that's another one. The, the Mavericks, the Warriors, the Grizzlies, the Suns. And then, by the way, I'm not even counting all the teams in the East that are going to be competitive. Uh, Boston, Milwaukee, Philly, Miami, Toronto, Brooklyn, Atlanta, Chicago, Cleveland. Um, like All those teams I just mentioned in the East are legit playoff-type teams. It, it's At the NBA, this is... This is, and we can talk about this in the next segment, Cappy, because I didn't. Re- we haven't really talked about some of the stuff that you and I talked about off air. Yeah, I want to hear
2: about a lot of stuff, this I stuff I
0: learned here at these NBA meetings. Yeah. But this, Cappy, I think this is going to be the most competitive NBA season we've had as far as how many teams can win it in decades, in my estimation. And I don't know where the Lakers fall in that. I don't see them as a championship caliber team at the moment.
2: Okay, so, well you, you've been saying that for a while, so.
1: Is the fact that Sedano just named Cleveland as a playoff-type team a big deal or no deal?
0: <laughs> <laughs> they are a playoff-type team. They are good. They're a playoff team.
1: That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. All right, last one really Last one, go. Yeah, Yeah, Shaq doesn't normally walk away from competition, but he did just that when it came to buying the Phoenix Suns, apparently. He said on his latest episode of his podcast, the big podcast with Shaq, that he was thinking about purchasing the NBA franchise, which is until he heard that Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos had threw his hat into the ring. He said, quote, I was open to the idea of purchasing the team until I saw the initials J.B., Let me tell you something. You don't mess with James Brown. You don't mess with Jeff Bezos. Jeff said he wants it, and a couple other heavy hitters said they want it, so I'm not even going to put my name in the bucket on this one. So is it a big deal that Shaq thought about buying the Suns, but now pulled out when he heard that Jeff Bezos was interested? Cappy.
2: I'm going to say it's no deal because I don't think Shaq, as an individual, can go buy the team. Like, he'd have to put a group together would be my guess, whereas Jeff Bezos can walk through the door and write a check. But you see, it would occur to me that if I were Shaq, I would communicate with Jeff Bezos and say, hey, let's do a deal together. Where- how, about you
0: do, how about you? I'll be Jeff Bezos. You? We'll do some role play. I'll be okay. Jeff Bezos. you be Shaq. Ready? All right. All right. You ready? I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Here it goes.
2: Hey, 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 Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Let's buy the team. You want to go buy the sons?
0: Shaq, you you want to you want to be in my partnership group? Like you want to you want to be part of the? I mean, I know you were with the Kings group for a while. Like, you, are you are you sure you want to do this?
2: That as I as I by me, big okay, Shaq, big big Shaq want to own the team. All
0: right, let's do it. Although it does, are you sure this is Shaq calling me? Hey, it sounds like hey, Grandpa this, Shaq. Hey, this is the Big Diesel. This, this is Shaq Fu. This, yeah, the this diesel. is Diesel. Do you have a cold or something?
3: No, man, I'm good. I'm good.
0: Okay. It doesn't sound like you. Yeah. All right. I have no idea what that means. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh man. Yeah. All right.
0: Um yeah, I look I think look check played for them at least for a little bit, you know. Yep. Um
1: I got to follow up with Shaq after I reached out to them about check yeah.
0: yeah. We do. Yeah, you should follow up on that. I will. Uh all right. That is big deal no deal each and every day at 6:30. Uh coming up next, I'm going to tell you what I learned about this upcoming season as an overall situation when it comes to the NBA.
2: You know, Clinton told us about this yesterday. We didn't, I don't think any of us really knew this, the relationship between this song to Martin Luther King Jr. That was, was good information by Clinton yesterday.
0: I knew um, because uh, we discussed it once when I worked with uh, Key and LZ. So I did know that. Um, but I'm glad you found out now, Cappy.
2: Yeah. Hey, uh, Lindsey and Laura, by the way, Clinton today sent me the video of uh, Weird Al Yankovic and the... Um, what is the Amish thing that he did?
1: Gangster, <laughs> the, Amish paradise, yeah. Amish paradise, isn't it we were, so funny?
2: Oh my God! You know this whole Coolio thing happened yesterday, George, in the middle of the show, and uh, and then somebody brought up from Gangster's Paradise to Amish Paradise, and Clinton sent me the video today, and I was freaking dying laughing watching this thing. That was great. <laughs> you had never seen it? I had, but I hadn't seen it in like ages, you know. Yeah. yeah. And then Clinton sent it to me, and he goes, "You're going to think this is phenomenal, phenomenal." Which I did. I did. I thought it was.
0: Yeah. Cappy, uh, so I was at the NBA meetings today, and if you had to guess yep. which team is the biggest television draw in the NBA, who would you guess?
2: I mean, like right off the top of my head, George, I think Golden State.
0: That is correct. So You, you are, are correct, correct, sir. And here's the deal. It is by a pretty decent margin. Like, it that I was stunned to see that, and I won't give the exact metrics, but- because uh, that stuff is proprietary, but I can tell you that the Warriors are number one, and, and it, there's a decent amount of difference between one and two. The Lakers are still too cappy, and mm. then there's a massive drop off from number two to number three. But they are, um, but I, I, I guess I shouldn't be that surprised because the Warriors have been a dynasty. You know what I mean? Well, like a dynasty sell.
2: Yeah, and that, and I just think Steph Curry is one of the most likable athletes in America.
0: Relatable too.
2: Yeah, and hey, let the me sense ask you something.
0: That he's only like six three or six four. He's and he's not built like an Adonis, you know.
2: Right, and he's he, right. He's not Shaquille O'Neal or you know uh, an Anthony Davis type yeah. or a LeBron type. You know. Hey, let me ask you just real quick on this whole NBA meeting stuff. So I didn't know. Are these ESPN NBA meetings yeah, like these pr- are okay. just
0: us and us in the NBA?
2: Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So All it's right, like so keep ESPN going. ESPN
0: people, yeah.
2: All right, so so the Warriors are what you would call the top draw on television. Is Correct. that what you're saying?
0: Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, so Lakers number two, and then it, there's a wide margin. There used to be like a de- like Houston back in the day when 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 Harden was there was mm-hmm. like a good a pretty decent number three, but there's not like a good number three now. Let's do most popular players now. Who do you think is the most popular?
2: Well, I just, you know, for me, if I think Golden State's the, the, you know, the team that people want to see on television, I think Steph Curry's the most popular player.
0: So, ESPN surveyed thousands of people, okay, Mm -hmm. like NBA fans, like NBA fans, people who like, who love the NBA. And LeBron was still number one at 15.2% of the audience saying that he's their favorite player. Now, Steph is a close close second Mm -hmm. at 13.8, okay, but then there is a massive massive I tell you massive drop from Steph at number two to number three and that's Giannis 2.9 percent of the those surveyed said Giannis so the NBA clearly led by LeBron and Steph in popularity and then everyone else is like just kind of there like Durant is like Um, fourth at like 2.6%. Luca's there at like fifth for like only 1.4% of those surveyed. The guy who made the biggest jump was John Morant. He doesn't even have 1% of the vote, but he made the biggest jump. He was like 30th and now he's like 10th or 11th. And that makes sense because John Morant moves the needle online. Like his highlights, because he plays with such... Um, ferocity, and he's like, he wants to be a killer, man. Like, he just
2: well, wants and explosive dunks, dude. Yeah, you incredible.
0: Know? Right. And at his size, too. I think that also, um, and it's, we put him on TV a lot last year because of that. We flexed into them a ton of times. And here's the other thing it's what I was telling you earlier. I think the NBA is in a good place. Mm-hmm. They've got, like, now I think they could start building rivalries. Like, Memphis and Golden State, that's going to be a rivalry. It's like young lion versus the old lion. You know, the warriors of the dynasty. Memphis is trying to get what they've got. They feel like they're the next Golden State. And, you know, there's Phoenix kind of still in there in that mix. But for for real, I think that's what happens now because you've got these older teams, okay, teams that are experienced. Um, Golden State, you know, we'll put the Lakers in that category of experienced um, Milwaukee is a champion. Uh, Philly is an experienced team. Like, they're a veteran team. Miami's a veteran team. But then you've got the, you know, Brooklyn is a veteran team. But then you've got these young teams. Um, you know, Dallas is a young team. Memphis is a young team. Uh, Denver, I still feel like, is a young team, even with Jokic there. Uh, Minnesota is a young team. They're good. Clearly, New Orleans is a young team. I guess the Clippers are a veteran team. Uh, but there's, a there's like, a good mix of, like, veteran teams and, like, good teams young teams the cavs are a good young team lindsay i i there you go there's two cavs compliments today so I, I, that that puts the league in like a good place cappy because when the league was at its best in like from a, like a like a game drama standpoint and competitive standpoint like in the 90s That's what you had. Even though the game wasn't as aesthetically pleasing, you had a lot of rivalries where you had like these up-and-coming teams trying to knock off the more proven teams, and it it made the league fun, and I think we're kind of headed back in that direction of like the 90s and early
2: 2000s. But what you said, though, is that LeBron is still considered the most popular player, and you said it was about 13%, right? No,
0: 15.2, and then Steph is 13.8. And then a massive drop after.
2: And then from Steph all the way down to Giannis is under 3%?
0: Yep. 2. And 0. then
2: and then after Giannis, some of the other names in the league are all like in the 1% range. Well, KD
0: is 2.6, and then Luka is only like 1.4%. Wow.
2: That's that's pretty surprising to is go it? from 13% down to like 3%, you know? Yeah. That's that's a big drop. If you would have told me, hey, um, okay, the number three guy is at uh, 9%, the number no. four guy is at no. 7%.
0: No, I mean, because think about it. LeBron and Steph are they- just
2: overwhelmingly popular.
0: And they also carried the league. They played in the finals four straight years. Yeah. Like that, that's a big deal. Like a whole generation of people saw them in the finals. LeBron went to eight straight finals, man.
2: So, other than like teams that, that really, you know, move the needle, if you will, on television, and then players and their popularity percentages, yeah. any other kind of stuff that you, you took out of today?
0: That the league is in a good place, like as I mentioned, just because of the dynamics of who you know, the teams, you know. Mm-hmm. And that there's a lot Joe Dumars and I had this conversation today, because Joe Dumars it works for the league. He runs like the he's like one of the executive VPs at the league now. And he said that. He just thinks there's a there's a good balance. Uh here's one thing for the Latinos, right? Um they're up th- we're up thirty one percent in Latinos, makes up twelve percent of the audience. Uh African Americans make up, I believe, forty percent of the audience. Um so- What about the Hebrew brothers? I don't know. There wasn't a specific line. That's for, ridiculous.
2: Come yeah, on, man. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Something sorry. for the Hebrews. Yeah. You
3: know, this is a new year.
0: Yeah. Hispanic Heritage Month. Yeah, man. Don't try to co-op our situation here.
3: Yeah, we only mm-hmm. get a half a month once, and half a month the other. Yeah, we
0: don't even yeah. get like a full month.
2: Too. We got. Come we on. only get the days. We get the high holy days. We go from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur. That's all we got.
0: Okay. Well, but you know, what can I tell you? All right, we got to go.
2: Right, let's rock out of here.
0: Uh, Rams All Axis is going to come up next with DeMarco and JB and those guys. Great job, Cappy.
2: Yeah, nice work today, everybody. Uh,
0: Great job, Linz. Great job, Laura. Thank you to Will Smith. Thank you to Fat Jack. Thank you to Balake, Blake Harris, our Dodger insider, and uh, Travis, who joined us as well. We'll talk to you mañana. See ya.